There's a constant process of modelling while flying, setting expected lift in thermal against appropriate glide speed. But while there are lots of aids to help reach that optimum speed, much depends on the pilot's skill at identifying promising thermals and estimating their strength. For instance, two gliders might choose different glide speeds to travel between thermals, one very fast and the other at best glide speed. The penalty accepted by the faster glider is to fall rapidly, but it will arrive at the next thermal very much sooner and have the advantage of a longer period of lift. So by the time the second glider arrives, even though it chose best glide speed, it can end up lower than its rival. This is Chauvigny Castle at the third turning point in the race. From there to the finish is what's called the final glide, and that's a race against the clock. Now the calculation that's necessary is the height that's needed to come straight into land, fast. We hope they'll all get back, but a number of the pilots will have some difficulty during the flight, they'll miss a thermal, they maybe fly a little bit too aggressively, get too low, and they'll have to land in a field, and they'll what we call land out. And we anticipate that on most tasks we shall get maybe 15-20% will land out. Of course, if the weather becomes much more difficult than forecast, then they all will land out. But we try to design the task for an 80% return to the airfield. In the event, the winner got back in well under three hours. And Glider 108 wasn't very far behind. It's nice. Well, again, have you had a nice flight? Yes, we had a lovely flight. It was uh, had a bit of everything from absolutely hurtling along at uh, cloud base um, with the lift so great that we were actually travelling at about 110 knots at some time. And then around the second turning point, it suddenly started to look a lot different and we found ourselves scrabbling around, taking one and a half knot stuff just to keep uh, in the action for a while. We're looking here at uh, 108 in the verification. It's quite interesting to watch the deviations off track to find the good weather. On the way to the third turning point, he flies more to the north. He's got a good thermal and now down to the take the turn point, find some height to make his glide home. Richard, what was the final glide like? We had about a 1 in 30 glide angle. And then what we did was that we kept on the 1 in 30 until we started being obviously above it. And then we gradually work up the speed, increase the speed director setting on the computer. The last bit of the glide was at something about 100 knots. But then for the very last bit, when we had a bit spare, we actually went up to about 130 knots. Julie, you were one of the later arrivals today. Was that problems in the flight? Um, not problems, more bad decision-making on the latter part of the third leg, and the last leg was quite slow. So after all, was it a good day for a discus as a glider? Yes, it was a very good day for a discus. It wasn't a particularly good day for this pilot. And did you keep the ballast all the way around? I dumped the ballast after the second turning point, which was Valence, because we were running into the Cirrus and under the weaker conditions, and I just thought, get rid of it to help the glider climb, because climbing is important. If you're not climbing in the glider, you're not going to go anywhere. With hindsight, would you have done things differently? 
It's difficult for me to say whether I would have done things differently. It's interesting for me to go and talk to other pilots who went faster and find out what they did. Also, tomorrow at briefing, the winner will describe what he did. He was very much faster than everybody else. And it'll be very useful for us all to find out what Russell did. The time chosen to actually start the race can play a big part in the final outcome. Uh, probably the best decision I made was right at the beginning and starting as early as I possibly could. Some of my competitors, my main arch rivals, were they started five minutes behind me. I had a good run around most of the tasks that put me, say, 15, 20 minutes ahead of the pack, uh, coming to the final stages, and that made all the difference. Ten minutes gained early on in the flight is crucial. We've been looking at a range of gliders. Today's international competitions attract the most up-to-date and intensively designed aircraft. But even so, great enjoyment can be had in very much humbler gliders. All that's needed is for the pilot to have a model of performance and know how to apply it. In fact, over the years, it's been the demands from pilots which have led to better designs, and then in turn these improved designs have inspired the pilots to attempt more and more. And so, the design loop continues. <laughs>